Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Berhantu with me, Hafiz Rahman. Thank you so much for listening and making Berhantu your choice of podcast for anything horror. Um, if you have any interesting stories to share, you can just email me at hafizabdurrahman at yahoo.com. Um, my name is spelled H-A-F-I-D-Z, A-B-D-R-A-H-M-A-N at yahoo.com and I will try my best to publish every story as much as possible, okay? Um, if the story is long enough, of course, because if it's short stories, it's very hard for me to, um, you know, try and... <laughs> create a story out of it right because i need, I need context and, and all that so um if you have any stories please feel free to email me i might take maybe a week a month three four months sometimes half a year to publish your story but um not publish lah to, to, to share your story but i'll try my best lah okay um because sometimes i also want to make sure that the story is um Maybe in line with what I want to share. Alright, so this, um, I got this email, okay. And and I, I got this email maybe about a couple of months back. And now I'm just sharing with you guys because of something that happened um, to a cousin. But, I mean, that was another, that is another story for another occasion. But whatever happened to her was the same thing that happened to this lady. So I was very interested lah, to, to, to revisit this story so this is a this was a long email this is just how i like it so she was telling me um much um whatever that was happening from the start lah, okay so this happened in the 1980s so she was the first child and then the other okay and she has she, i mean parents obviously so the parents bought the house in, in the 80s and the parents weren't doing very well so they much like, earn maybe like 500 ringgit like 500 dollars um each. and she was, she was like telling me she was like i do not know how they managed to 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 uh, raise us up or manage to you know sustain with that with just like amount of money back in the 80s so because they were a young couple and they didn't have enough money so they decided to just buy a house that was something of their budget lah, that was very that was affordable and cheap so they got this three-room flat at clementi she said and i stayed in the house all the way until my second sister was born a few years after that and then we moved out because that house was a terrible, a terrible place to live in. Now, terrible, why? Okay. So, she said that her mother um, selalu didatangi benda halus. And sometimes it will come in the shape of this woman, of of this kakak, who would... So, the mother has a habit of reading books at night, okay, before she goes to sleep. So, the husband will not be at home, maybe 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 until much later. So, she will always be alone at home. She said, this is selalu didatangi perempuan ni. And she says that whenever this thing happens, don't know whether it's, it's in, a, in a dream or really experiencing it because the terasa seperti dia ni macam dipukau. Alright? And this thing will always come, hold both of her legs because the leg will be outstretched out, open it and try to selop kat bawah and keep on saying things like, ini anak aku, ini aku punya, ini anak aku, ini aku punya. And there was one point of time when this incident happened. She said that mak dia terdengar suara lelaki cakap kalau duduk tu berzikir. So, there were, so this, this is something that happened to her bef- while she was pregnant with her lah. Um, while the mother was pregnant with her. Another incident was when the husband experienced it. So they were both sleeping. And then the husband woke up to like a heavy feeling on the chest. When the husband opened the eyes, the husband saw this thing. So the husband was trying to like struggle to get out of it lah, you know. And that thing was choking the, the husband. So the husband said something, baca doa, whatever. Benda ni belah. Bila dia belah, so lelaki dia bila macam benda tu dah terbelah, lelaki dia macam stretch his 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 body lah because trying to like kick that, kick that thing away, right? Bila dah kick that thing away, 
tak kena bini dia bini dia ter- tersadar then they both look at each other the mother and the father look at each other and then the mother is like I want to tell you what I dreamt and then it was the same thing that happened so the, in the mother's dream the mother saw like when the ni tengah bertinggi kat atas laki dia like just crouching over the husband so whatever the husband was, was experiencing in real time was what the, the the wife was experiencing in the dream okay they were very poor so they didn't have a, they didn't want to sell the house right because it was an asset right so whenever they got scared this is what they told so, so bila dah, dah tak takut kan tak tahu nak buat apa diorang akan leave the house and diorang akan bergilir-giliran kadang-kadang tidur rumah mak sendiri kadang-kadang tidur rumah mak mentua so like sometimes they were sleep they were sleep at either the the husband's parents place or the wife's parents place so diorang akan bergilir-giliran and they were do like macam yeah just so that they don't do this thing so when she asked like why didn't you find an ustaz she said in the 80s it was very hard to find an ustaz bomo banyak you know and but they didn't want to call a bomo because of course like it's wrong against religion right so dulu susah nak cari ustaz you know um sekarang memang senang lah because now everyone is everyone has their services online you know so it's very easy to find it like but in the past it's very hard to find unless you know someone you know or you go to a masjid and all that so don't want to tegar hati nak pergi masjid to find an ustaz okay to the point where this 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 girl was born so this is the the first born and the first born was the one who messaged me who, who emailed me by the way so the first born check up that she was a crying baby so she said i don't remember a lot of things that happened when i was much younger It was only until I was maybe five or six years old onwards then I started to form memories. But what my mother said was that I was a very crying baby. I was a very crying, 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 and I would always say like na ibu, na ibu, na ibu, na ibu, na ibu. Okay. So the mother would get very frustrated. The mother would actually carry her and say, "Na apa ini ibu kat sini, ibu kat sini." And you know what she would say at two years old? She would be like, "No, no, no, ibu kat sana, ibu kat sana," and pointing to another place. And there's no one at that place lah. There was also another incident whereby she said, nak air merah, nak air merah, nak air merah. So, mak dia ingat dia ni nak sirap. <laughs> so, mak dia bikin-bikinkan sirap. She said, no, bukan, 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 nak air merah, nak air merah. Turns out that she wanted blood. Okay? Because there was one time, I think something happened and she said, oh, ni, 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 nak ni, nak ni, nak ni. And then, mak dia's like, what the hell is happening to my daughter? Again, tak nak bu- keluar rumah. Um, they, oh, no, sorry. Uh, tak nak jual rumah. Just went to either the in-laws place or the mother's place lah, you know. Or the grandmother's place lah, which is the, this girl's grandmother lah. Until this girl was about five or six years old, she said, then that's when I I started to form my own memories lah, you know. Because when you were younger, you cannot remember, right? You only start to remember things when you're probably maybe about f- five onwards. So she said, my earliest memory of when my mother was training me to sleep alone in my room. It's a three-room flat, right? So the parents would be in one room and then she would sleep in her own room. And she said, I will get so freaked out because every time bila tidur, weird things will happen. So sometimes I feel like I'm floating. Sometimes I feel like something is is tickling me. Cakap pernah sekali tu, sekali, pasal dia budak eh, dia budak. So the whatever, she said, my my imagination and my dreams is fantastical lah, you know? But I still do not know whether because I'm still young so I can see these things. Dia cakap pernah sekali ni, dia tengah tidur dia tersadar pasal dia katil dia bergegar okay and she said that the 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 the, the this bergegar katil happens like almost every night the thing will shake so she always tell the mother tell always tell the mother always tell the mother but the mother always say no 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 what would do so she said please tell your followers or your listeners whenever their kids say something please believe your kids 
because they are not lying, right? Because I experienced this when I was young, to the point where she got traumatized even until her adult age. She said, "Takut maghrib," because maghrib means going to get dark, and getting dark means I have to go back to sleep. And when I sleep, it means this thing will happen. So sometimes when they bergegar, sometimes she will feel like she's floating. Sometimes the benda gelitik kaki dia, you know, uh, like tickle her 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 feet. There was one time she said, "I saw a hand." Came out from the okay. She said, "I saw a hand came out from the wall, and clutched my leg. So this hand was white and wrinkly. Okay, she said, and and that happened a couple of times. This tangan akan keluar dari tembok, akan collapse it. Okay, and whatever. At this point of time, the parents again, you know, tanak keluar rumah." Until was pregnant uh, or gave birth to the second child, right? So the second child, so this this first girl was nothing. They are six years apart. So Kaka already eight years old. Ade about two years plus. So Ade nothing happened, but Ade has a bad habit of talking to imaginary friends. So Ade will sometimes say, "Everyone, please um uh, raise up your legs. My friends want to go back home already." And it was one of them. She said, "Mummy, mummy, that time, right? My friends came. You know, they all came, and then they all ride on horses, and then they wear yellow colored clothes. You know, and then the gold so big." She said that. Then the mother is like, "Ah, yeah, 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 You know, kids imaginary, right? Until one day, when the mother was cooking, and the mother and the mother heard the the the, the younger daughter said, "No, no, don't take my money. Don't take my money. Don't don't take my money. Mummy, mummy, see, see, my friend want to take my money. Then the mother is like, "Then you keep your tabung lah. You know, you keep your 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 uh, piggy bank. You know, um, you keep your tabung." She said, "No, but he took he took two coins from me." And then the mother said, "Which friend is this? See, he green in color, and then he's botak." So the mother just went like, "What?" He's green in and he's botak and he took two of my coins from my tabung. Now at this point of time, the mother is like, okay, you know what? This is not getting any better. So the mother finally, finally, eh, finally, after I don't know eight years, maybe yeah, eight years, obviously, when when ikut ikut nam ikut budak ni lah, ikut kakak punya age. After eight years, decided to tell a matchi and matchi is like, you know what? I know someone from the masjid to come. So ustaz datang. From when the ustaz datang, ustaz cakap ini benda dah ber, ber dah ber, beranak pinak lah. So you have to do something about it. So buat rukia and all that macam macam baca. So nothing happened for about four years. Okay, for about four years. Until okay, there was one point of incident. She said that this thing continued to haunt the family. So what happened was ada majlis kawin. So the whole family tak tidur rumah tu lah right the whole family pergi rumah nenek right terus uh, majlis kami kat rumah nenek so they, they were there for 5 days so nobody was in the house for 5 days tau okay okay now this is quite effed up okay so bila diorang balik daripada jemputan the neighbor cakap kak your mother tinggal dengan you eh and then this kakak is like this is, this is the mother was like no kenapa eh oh ya yeah? Bukan Tak pasal saya selalu Kesian Saya nampak ada macam Saya tak tahu lah Saya ingat itu mak Saya rasa Saya ingat itu mak kakak Pasal dia selalu kat depan rumah Dia sapu-sapu Dia terbongkok-bongkok Kesian Dia sorang-sorang sapu-sapu Kadang-kadang dia masuk dalam masuk dalam rumah Kadang-kadang dia, dia duduk kat luar rumah Tapi saya tak pernah lah cakap Pasal saya pun tak pernah nampak uh, Mak kakak So saya tak tahu itu mak kakak ke Mungkin kakak suruh Orang datang along rumah ke But she said she saw an old ladies Always outside the house sweeping And then the mother was like, 
I didn't ask anyone to stay in this house. There's no one in this house. I, in fact, went to my mother's house. So then they got freaked out. And they're like, okay, you know what? We want to sell the house. So that settled. Eh? So this one, they want to sell the house. And at this point of time was the one that they found out. To cut it short, Ruwani tak laku lah. Nobody wanted to buy the house. So they said, we were trying to sell the house for a couple of years, in fact. But orang kalau datang, orang macam rasa macam tempat ni rumah ada malap lah. Like macam something, the house was dim and dark. And then, ada orang don't even want to enter the house, you know. Some people macam like, macam nak beli tapi at last cakap tak nak, tak nak. So like they were, they were finding it very, very hard to 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 sell the house. Until the whole family decided to call again and, and, and Ustaz so Ustaz datang and then Ustaz buat rukis so the Ustaz came like a few times she said the Ustaz not only came once like a few times to baca-baca doa and she kept on shaking his head whenever he was he was he entered the house because he said that these things dah bersarang dalam rumah lah basically that they have built like a own house and the mother was thinking oh maybe I can, I didn't want I didn't sell the house because the house is not nice because remember they bought the house and they, they didn't renovate yeah, so they thought, so the mother thought like, oh, maybe it's because my house is not, not renovated, not, not, not nice, that's why people don't want to buy. But actually, it's because of this thing, you know. And they found it very hard to sell the house until, I think, a couple of years later, they managed to sell the house, okay. When they sell the house, then they move somewhere else. And this is when Nikoi Kasiana, so she said, this, this girl who messaged me, she said, I'm 33 this year. I think at one of time, she was maybe belasan tahun. That was the first time ever in my life that I remember that I could sleep peacefully because I didn't have a peaceful sleep. So she said that this thing caused her... So she, it's, a, it's childhood trauma, right? So that's the reason why I wanted to share this story because, you know, like some of us have childhood trauma based on accidents. Like for, for example, some of us have trauma, like scared of cats because of childhood trauma. We were scratched by cats, right? But what about trauma that is... What's the word? Huh? How do I say this nicely? Trauma by real things is of course legit lah, right? You, you, you. I mean, it's, okay, trauma is legit nonetheless, right? Regardless. But there are two types of trauma. Trauma based on things that really happen or trauma based on things that you think happen by, by, by your imagination or things that happen from the supernatural, you know? Then, then, okay, so if things that happen in the flesh, you can you can say okay, oh, aku trauma because my parents were divorced, or or like I I I got into an accident, you know, or I saw an accident and I saw someone's head fly off, or I was scratched by a cat until until I bled. That's like legit trauma. But how do you justify a trauma that was being done by a supernatural being? Right, she's like, then who would believe me? But she said that it was a trauma that, macam, sampai sekarang aku dah kahwin. She said, I'm married now, but whenever my husband goes to reservist, whenever, I would sleep with the light switched on, you know, and I never go to sleep without butchered, you know. I, and, and, and she said that sleeping was such a chore for me. Because again, remember what I said? She said, whenever Maghrib dia macam like, dia dah jadi tak terkeruan because oh my god shit maghrib maghrib maknanya dengar azan maghrib ni maknanya dah nak gelap nak nak gelap tu maknanya dah malam malam maknanya nak kena tidur tidur maknanya nak kena tahan lah tahan lah she said and so, so I ask her how long did it last she said ev- almost every night either katil bergegar or kaki kena gelitik you know or that hand will come out from the, the wall or the worst part when she's floating she said were you lucid so I asked her when you, were you lucid and she said yeah I was lucid I was fully awake and I saw that my body was not touching the bed but nobody believed me because I was just a young kid, you know. 
And parents always say, ah, you were just imagining things from what you watch on television and all that. But she said, that was my earliest memory of my childhood and my earliest memory is not a good thing because that was what I experienced. Ah. <sighs> Alright. Um, okay. So this is something that happened in Clementi. Lah. Um, thank you so much for listening. I think we've come to the end of of uh, this sharing. Um, there's no other facts or part of the story that is left for me to share for you guys. So thank you so much for listening and yeah, just take care and please listen to your kids. Good night. <laughs>